0: everyone. Welcome to the Gigi podcast. My name is Stacy. I'm a Juju Teta and this is my podcast. I am back y'all. It has been, if I'm totally honest, it's been kind of a rough month. Um, November usually is difficult on my mental health and I needed to just take a break for a little while. So thank you for sticking with me. I am back and I'm bringing you this amazing conversation that I had with my friend and training partner Gora Norekita. She had just at the time of recording which was May 2023 she had had her blue belt for about eight months and so she talks about all sorts of things. um, Lessons learned from jiu-jitsu, benefits of training with a more experienced person, you know, growth in jujitsu. And then also she asked me a very interesting question about what success looks like. So we discussed that for a little while. I had an amazing time talking and laughing and just commiserating with Gora about jujitsu. So I can't wait to share that interview with you, which I will do shortly. But before I do, um, there's a couple of things. Number one is that I I'm trying out kind of a new editing style, and so I'm curious to know what you guys think about it. So let me know what you think of the interview, and if you want me to go back to taking out every single uh and um that I can find, (laughs) or if you prefer the more natural flow of the conversation. And the second thing is I wanted to share a review that I got on Apple Podcasts. So this review is by Bahama Mama 66 and this is what it says. It says, tune in if you are at all curious as to the who, what, why, and how of women practicing jujitsu. Stacy is an obvious enthusiast and is eager to share and have shared the unique perspectives, challenges, motivations, and journeys women face on and off the jujitsu mats. And this podcast is not just for women. If you train with women or would like to train better with women, it is incredibly helpful to understand them on the mats. Stacy's guests may not all be women or all be men, but they are all passionate about sharing the benefits of jiu with everyone. Thank you, Bahama Mama 66. I know who you are in real life. But I'm not going to say your name just in case you don't want that said. So thank you so much for the lovely review. And um, if you would like to have your review featured on the podcast, please leave me a review. (laughs) Apple Podcasts, you can write a lengthy review. Spotify, you can interact with the podcast. There's always the question on each episode, what did you think of the podcast or what did you think of the episode? And so you can leave your thoughts there. And I can feature them, I can feature them on a future episode. So, okay, so now that those are out of the way, without further ado, here is the interview that I did with Goda. All right, welcome back, you guys. I'm sitting here with Goda. Hello. Hi, Goda. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. Um, yay, thank you. For the listeners, can you please introduce yourself um, and like your your jujitsu belt and everything like that? Uh,
1: my name is Goda and uh, I have blue belt right now. I received the blue belt uh, about um, like six months ago, mm-hmm. last year in August. So August if, last year, so it would That's be a, like eight months ago. I eight think. months ago, yeah, yeah. it's alright. Well, Ooh, this is, time flies. I know. Oh. I remember that you were so excited about me I getting. I was so excited. Was, you were so. Ex- so i saw. so proud the, of you. There were some pictures of you behind me. I was just like, "You're so happy!" I'm. Like, I was. I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> it's
0: an exciting thing.
1: It was an exciting. I was so proud of my achievement you because be. yeah. because it was so hard to get it, mm-hmm. and I felt like uh, you know, when going to seminars and being very consistent with my jujitsu. Um, And keep progressing and uh, choosing partners to train. I think that's important of um, how's your jiu-jitsu journey is going.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's something, too, is being able to choose different partners that will challenge you but also help elevate you as well
1: oh absolutely you know how many times you go and there's like some guy that they're very advanced and you're like oh you're smashing me <laughs> <laughs> I know you tried to help me but you're like way too heavy and going way too aggressive and it's just like oh my god yeah Yeah. you have to kind of find the balance of yeah. who can help you out
0: yeah. yeah and I think also at least at, at Gracie Baja you know where we train they the coaches try to really sort of match people with similar, um, not necessarily similar personalities, but like, you know, beginners with advanced people who aren't going to be smashy.
1: Yes. And then I think that with, when they started to match, uh, matching with lesser belts with higher belts, mm-hmm. I felt like my Jitsu advanced way more mm-hmm. because they tell you, oh no, you're not doing this right. Or you have to hold here or do mm-hmm. this like those small details that yeah. even though like coaches they show you there's like a general
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, move but then you know you working with somebody they're like hey actually if you grab this way and or you know grab this sleeve and you you taught me a, a lot so many <laughs> times <laughs> like I, I remember with you like trying to escape the um, back control, and you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah you just, okay, now you, you lean on me, and you turn, and you turn this way to the right, and then, I remember, that was so helpful, because for me, was learning that, like, I don't know which way to turn, so just having somebody to kind of coach you personally yeah. was very, very helpful.
0: Definitely, and I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's like a, I think the idea is like more of like a mentorship, you know, where you have somebody who has Experience and you put them with somebody who doesn't have as much experience yes. so that you know you can get help mm-hmm. basically doing you know kind of figuring it out like there's so much that goes into it and in you know and it's really confusing in the beginning so
1: oh absolutely um, so I started about Two more than two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, when all the COVID happened, so we had to yeah. do those. We had to do in the squares. We had yeah. to wear a mask. We mm-hmm. had to have our team members. Like I think it was team team of four, that you couldn't mm-hmm. train with anybody else. Yeah. So uh, thank God in my team there was uh, one girl um that was actually helpful that uh, we were able to train mm-hmm. and uh, she was at more i think she had she was still was a white belt but she had like a four stripes so she was also very um mm-hmm. kind of helpful of teaching yeah. how to do and if, uh, that helped even though it was difficult because you have that mask and it's so hard to breathe and somebody's on top of you that you don't know (laughs) 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 and then like but they're very friendly and very very um, helpful so that's really was kind of interesting times to start the jiu-jitsu but you know what I always wanted to do that Mm. and there's I'm like okay when's the better time than now Exactly. you know you might never be now next time right
0: well, so that kind of leads me into one of the questions I wanted to ask you, which is, how did you decide to train jujitsu in the first place? How did you come to jujitsu? Oh,
1: um, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I always wanted to do jujitsu, uh. Uh, not jujitsu per se, but some sort of martial art. Mm. And then, um, in my culture, because I'm from Lithuania, so mm. it's not very feminine to do sports like that oh. so it's not very encouraged the girls are not encouraged to seek those type of sports mm-hmm. so it's more of like you like especially in our culture like oh you're gonna be a model or something That girls go for that more you know instead of how about you learn self-defense for yourself you know mm-hmm. and um, you learn some skill and mm-hmm. um, how to um Help yourself out if somebody attacks you. You know. Yeah. So I always was was fascinated fascinated about it and just uh, didn't find, I guess, the, that culture background also. You know. Mm. And the uh, right time, I guess. It's always a right time. Yeah. <laughs> um. So just kind of conquered my fears and uh, joined Jitsu. Yeah. Um. I was actually watching Joe Rogan, so that kind of in. in- Oh, that's actually an interesting sport. That is like, it helps for a little guy to defend yourself. Because as a female, we're mm-hmm. always smaller. Uh, everybody tells us, like, get smaller, get, oh, you know, yeah. oh, my so. Gosh. Um, like, you're not encouraged to like, have bigger muscles or, mm-hmm. you know, be more athletic. It's more those tiny, be tinier the better as a female. Mm-hmm. I, it yeah. doesn't make sense, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but like if somebody, you know, attacks you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you wanted to be able at least to do something to exactly. help yourself until you can reach some help, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and Greasy Baja was, mm-hmm. uh, I live very close to there. So I've been going to Trader Joe's, I keep seeing, and I was like, oh, I should go, you know? And then you go again, and you're like, oh, maybe I should go and visit. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm still kind of afraid of it. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, that's enough. Covid happened okay that's we we need to do something Mm -hmm. so um i started started then um and absolutely no regrets the team was fantastic everybody was so friendly for the from the day one (laughs) (laughs) yeah even though like i put a uniform uniform on and i put the pants uh, in the wrong way i'm like it doesn't look right can you help me what's wrong with that and they're like oh actually it's other way around i'm like oh Okay, good good to know, good to know how to tie the belt, things like that. It's just like uh it was I know small things, but at the same time you're like, I don't know nothing. I'm so green about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so new about it. Yeah. So like helping with those small things, you're like, Okay, you guys are so nice and (laughs) so helpful and you know, I'll stick around. Yeah. So
0: definitely.
1: Yeah, and um everybody's still nice. (laughs) everybody's still nice and very helpful i mean you got some mean people but i think they they don't last long
0: yeah i would agree
1: because i I think that the culture that's right now we have in our gym Mm -hmm. so they just okay this is not not the way nobody's bullying anybody nobody's like trying to go the full force and kill each other Mm -hmm. um especially with the girl like as a girl, like, going against the guy, it's already intimidating, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but nobody's tried to, like, you know, Yeah, and you. I
0: th- yeah, I mean, I think that's important, and I, I appreciate that about our school, is that they, that's, that's very important, mm-hmm. to all of us, basically, is to, um, cultivate a culture where, we are supportive, yeah. where we are, looking out for each other, and each other's safety, and each other's health, and we're not, trying to have these people that come in here with, like, egos or they want to, um, you know, like, they come in, like, some people come in and they just want to, like, tap out all the higher belts Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, I should have a black belt. I tapped you out. It's like, bro, come on. Yeah. You know, or, (laughs) you know, people just kind of, like, thinking that going with, um, somebody who's smaller than them or, like, going with the women or anything like that, that they consider that an insult, Mm -hmm. Um, that's not the kind of people that we want at our gym, you know? And so it's not that, like, we don't, like, necessarily kick them out right away, but they, like, professor and, like, the coaches, like, they will talk to them and just be like, hey, this is not what we're about, like, this is what we've observed, this Mm -hmm. is what people have come to us with, and that's not how we do things here you know, this is not the culture that we have. Mm. And so the person has the choice to either adapt to the culture that we have or they can choose to leave. So, um, you know, if somebody's willing to adapt to our culture and willing to adapt themselves, then they stay. But if they're not willing to do that, then they leave. Yeah, that's how I
1: feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And I think coaches also and professors um, that they, they also train with us. They do. So everybody kind of sees an example. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh, it is actually okay. If somebody is not intimidated, train with the female, but they see that like, coaches, they, they train with us. So they feel more comfortable. And they're <clears throat> also understand that you don't have to be very as go as strong with the female as you're going with the guy. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of like a, a lot of educations happening in our school. so it about is, yeah. how to actually train properly with the partners mm-hmm. females and males so um so we all kind of be safe and injury mm-hmm. I mean everything can happen because we're yeah. it's a you know I mean, it's it a, is, contact it technically a
0: contact sport sport. So yeah. like it, accidents happen of course but mm-hmm. we really do our best to minimize that as much as we can mm-hmm. so I I really think that we do a good job at that I don't think, think so. we're not a school that has people coming in and out injured all the time like we don't have that you know injuries yeah. are actually very rare have you had any injuries like training N- not yet not how <laughs> would
1: <laughs> and how many years have you been training uh seven seven years and no injuries Knock awesome. on, not yet, not on wood. Oh, that god, is
0: great. <laughs> you know how many people can say that, right? I mean, but you know, I'm always very aware of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, accidents happen. Oh, god, now I feel like my turn. Now my no. number's gonna come up. I'm no, not gonna go here. Let's go. Oh, my god. <laughs> no, it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I've also been, you know, trying to make sure that I do what I can to protect myself. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. um, how do you like if somebody is being too much for you? How do
1: you address that? Like, because I feel uh, like should I just go slower, or I should just tell them um, that hey, kind of let's go a little bit lighter? How do you approach
0: that? Yeah, I mean, now I feel like now that I have as much experience as I do, I, I'm not shy to, to tell somebody, mm-hmm. you know, but I think in the beginning I would have been way too scared to say anything mm-hmm. because in the, be- I think in the beginning, especially us as women, like we have this maybe sort of preconception that, oh, if they're being rough, like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, jujitsu is called the gentle art for a reason. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's a little bit of roughness, but if somebody's, really smashing and, like, elbowing here and there and, like, like, slamming you down and takedowns. Like, that's not normal. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to be doing that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, like, I would just tell them. I'd be like, hey, you're – I noticed that you're, like, you're really squeezing. You don't have to do that. You're Mm -hmm. just going to wear out your arms, and then all I have to do is just wait you out. Mm -hmm. You know, but, I mean, I'm not trying to – now I I kind of approach it as more of like a, hey I've noticed you're using all this strength. Eventually you're gonna gas out. Like maybe don't use so much strength. Mm-hmm. Versus, I think maybe in the, like in the earlier years I just would have been like really mad. I was like, why are you being so mean to me like, mm-hmm. or whatever. But now it's you have it's a different. different. Approach. Yeah, I have a different approach. And mm-hmm. also because I think. I, I generally try to give people the benefit of the doubt because a lot of times people don't realize how strong they actually are. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that with what they're doing, like in their mind, they're trying to control the, the partner, but in reality, they're like squeezing really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So I, at this point, like I just try to kind of let them know, it's like, hey, by the way, I've noticed this is happening. I feel this. Mm-hmm. Um, You you know, you don't need to do that. Like, try this instead. Mm -hmm. And I have the experience now to give them something different to try. Mm -hmm. Versus, you know, five six years ago, I would not have necessarily had that. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. So. Because they're like, hey,
1: instead of squeezing me this way, can you just lighten up and do the different technique? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and also, like, in you know, in full disclosure, in the beginning. Like I'm also very strong. I was doing a lot of like squeezy stuff. I was doing a lot of like because that's what I thought I needed to do to mm-hmm. control the the other person. It's with it was time and experience and being coached by other people mm-hmm. that I realized like oh I don't actually have to do that. I don't have to squeeze somebody when I have a when I have crossface. Mm-hmm. I don't have to squeeze them to be effective in using you know keeping them down mm-hmm. type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So that was something that. I honestly just had to learn over time how long it took you to like kind of adjust
1: your technique and so you're not squeezing somebody else and uh, working more of a technique instead of pressure
0: mm. um i would say i really started mm, being a lot less squeezy and stuff um maybe around, like, mid-blue belt, I think, is when I really started to be more aware of, or, like, after I got my blue belt. Mm -hmm. I was a really squeezy white belt. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, like, I didn't know that I was doing it. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until people started like, okay, you're using a lot of strength here, using a lot of strength here. And and to be honest, in the beginning, I didn't really know what that meant. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. Like, what do you mean I'm using? I'm just, I'm just here. Like, so that was a learning curve for me as mm-hmm. like personally was what do you mean by using strength and like, how do I not use so much strength? Because also I would gas myself out really mm-hmm. bad and I didn't understand why. You know, I had
1: the same problem <laughs> at the beginning too. And uh, I know coaches were saying to me, it's like just 50%, 50% per- 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 I don't know what you mean by 50%. I think this is 50% of what I usually do. Yeah, and that's true. But, sa- yeah. but at the same time, you're like, if I give 50%, then I've been the other person will, will give me 100%. I feel like they give me 100 instead of 50. So just, just kind of like uh, learning the other person as well that, like, oh, this is their 50 Okay.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing, too, is like learning how to adapt to other people. Yeah. Um, Everybody's so different. They are so different. Yeah. So let's, let's circle this back around to you. <laughs> Sorry. I let's circle this back you. around to you. So can you kind of just talk about some of the things that you've learned through jujitsu since you started? Well, more jujitsu.
1: I learned more jujitsu, first of all. <laughs> I had zero jujitsu and now I have some jujitsu. Still a progress, still a work in progress. And... um I think a lot of self-discipline mm-hmm. and routine. Because yeah, like I'm not the person to know of having a routine. I kind of really disagree with <laughs> having a routine. But just to having that routine, that uh, a perseverance as well. Because you know with jiu-jitsu, you have good days and you have bad days. Sometimes you go in, you're like, oh yeah, I'm actually feeling good. And then you start rolling with somebody and you're like... I don't remember any of the moves. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to survive right now. And some days you go go in and you're like, no, I'm not really feeling that well. And you're like, oh my God, I know what to do. I know how to control the person. And you kind of um, put in the positions that you want them to be in. That is advantage more to you. Um, so it's really... Um, because uh, you go through those, those ups and downs of so self-doubt. And you're like, self, self, like, oh, I'm really good. I'm like really bad. Yep. And that kind of re- resembles life as well, right? Yeah. So you go ups and downs. So just kind of don't give up and keep going forward because we... Like jujitsu, life is the same way. Ups and downs, sometimes good days, sometimes bad days. So I think just dealing in general mm-hmm. uh, with, with life and mm-hmm. kind of thinking in that uh, realm and um um yeah that's 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 kind of and also having somebody i didn't know that how uncomfortable at first i was having a stranger on the <laughs> top of you mm-hmm. that being comfortable with close proximities with people um and actually not panicking yeah in the situation when you're trying to get out of things so emotional self self control as well, mm-hmm. so it's actually give a lot a lot jiu jitsu of yeah. just um, life the kind of dealing with general in life dealing dealing with personal feelings, you know, and um, also releasing certain feelings as well. Cause like you have a bad day at work, right? Mm-hmm. You go there, like with co- Coach Andrew says, go come with a frown, leave with a smile. Oh yeah. So he would always say that because. That actually really helped. Also dealing with like, oh my god, I'm so frustrated at work, and you go to jiu jitsu, you do your workouts, you sweat so much, and you're having fun, and you like at the end of uh, the jiu jitsu class, you're like, oh my god, I'm so happy, like there's no trouble in the world, and you sleep so well. <laughs> <laughs> so also, yeah, sleep improvements. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> So, I, uh, yeah, I would say a lot of a lot of yeah. things that helped me. How about yourself? Oh, God. Like, so everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, for me, personally, something that has kind of helped me realize is to, like, just try to be a little bit better than you were yesterday.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And that... So, mm-hmm. things take time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Also to enjoy the journey and the process instead mm-hmm. of trying to constantly get to another destination. Mm-hmm. That is something that I really um, I had to learn in the beginning. As a white belt, I just kind of... like As a white belt, so when I first came to Jiu-Jitsu, and I, I still kind of am like this, but I'm a lot better about it now. I'm, I was, I'm a very per, like, perfectionistic person. Mm-hmm. I like things to be a certain way, and I like... I thrived in the school environment because I was like, I had the formula down. Like Mm -hmm. if I came to class, paid attention, did the work, that, that plus that that equals good grades. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how it went all through school. It's like, I did all those things and I got good grades and that's, that's just how it was. So it's like, so, you know, then starting jujitsu, I was like, okay, well, if I come to class and pay attention and I do the techniques, I'm going to, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be great. No. (laughs) No. not how it works. That's not how it works. And that is not how it went for me. And it was extremely frustrating. And I was just like... Why is this so hard? <laughs> but then also, I'm really stubborn. So I was like, I'm not going to let this beat me. That's how I feel you're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to beat this. I got to figure this out so I can you know. So then I kept coming back because my stubborn streak. Because your streak. ego. <laughs> my ego, yeah. Like, I kept coming back because my stubborn streak. My ego wouldn't let me quit. I was like, I have to. It like, at the time, I was still like... I have to, like, deconstruct this and find that formula mm-hmm. so I know how to be good. By the way, that doesn't really... Did you really... find formula? No, it doesn't. <laughs> There's no formula. All the only formula there is is just time and experience. Yeah. Sweat equity. You just yes. have to show up and do it. Exactly. You know? And it doesn't... Like you said, it doesn't always go perfectly. hmm And it's not... You're not having the best day all the time. Yes. And sometimes you... Sometimes, even now, sparring with somebody... I don't see all the opportunities that I have. And mm-hmm. I get so fixated on one thing. But, like, I'm a lot better about it now. But that was something else, too. It was, like, when I had only, in the, as a white belt, I only had a couple of techniques in my pocket that I could use. Mm-hmm. And then when I would spar with somebody, I would forget all of them. <laughs> and I would just be like, yeah. you, Are you panicked?
1: Like, why would you forget? Like, what, what?
0: Because, yeah. So, like, my brain, like, I would fixate on these other details, and I wouldn't be thinking about what position I'm in and, like, what can I do here? And also, at the time, things were just slightly different than they are now, and so sparring with people or, like, trying to set-spar with people, um, nobody was really there coaching me what to do Mm -hmm. until after three, four, five rounds of them kind of doing all the same things and me just kind of laying there, and they're just... (laughs) And they're just Similar like, feeling. <laughs> well, yeah, and then they're just... And then, you know, they, then they would be like, okay, well, how come you're not doing this or this? I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I literally don't even know what to do. So then they would help me, but it took after a while, it, you know, that's when that would happen. So, um, anyway, so, yeah, I just... It took a long time, and it took just... The more I came, the more I started to adapt. And, you know, it... It's been a personal journey over the years of, like, letting go of perfectionism and being okay with change and being adaptable and just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just... I mean, I'm still working on it, but... (laughs) It's always a working process because, like, it's part
1: of your personality, right? Being perfectionist. And to let it go, it's like... It doesn't happen overnight, you know? It's just you have to work on it constantly. And it's great that you do and you recognize that, you know? So... For myself too. Like, I'm not perfectionist, but it was it was hard to like to adjust to different, different um, environment, different people, and keep moving forward and not to give up. You know, on, on yourself and like yeah. oh I'm such a loser because I don't know something. Yeah. Or like you said, like why am I, what am I doing wrong? Why it's not going? Why I, I don't know? Am I so, so? I'm not smart enough, you know, to to learn this stuff and exactly but then you like put it in hours and then you put in you know, like you said sweat and then you're like oh my god yeah i get this i know this stuff and yeah um yeah it's like it's a journey definitely is a journey. journey but you know seeking that goals i mm-hmm. felt like i was for me like as a white belt i keep wanted that blue belt i'm like i want to work harder to get a blue belt i want a blue belt and then that i got the blue belt i'm like Kind of more chill about it. Yeah. And then, when my, my mentality changed about, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have I reached what I wanted, mm-hmm. then I feel like my jujitsu techniques changed too. Instead of I'm reaching, I need to like, like always conquering. You know that mm-hmm. mi- mindset of need to like conquer something. Mm-hmm. And after that, after I reached my blue belt, I was just like, relaxed. And then, with like, I feel like I'm sparring with partners a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And I see in White Belts that they do the same thing that I was doing. They're like, oh, okay, you need some time. And I, I need <laughs> patience with you as well.
0: <laughs> That's another thing, too, is I it really tests your patience sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, f- for other people, probably differently than for, like, me, for example, um, I like you said it's like oh i see white belts doing the same things i was doing yeah. and i still see that i feel like there's a lot of kind of similarities for people just starting out in this art that... i think it's ingrained
1: in people yeah. that um, you know it's just like you have to go hard <clears throat> i think uh, maybe different culture c- countries have different mentalities maybe like if you go to japan and do like mm-hmm. just maybe they're like more relaxed relaxed mm. about it but uh, as an american culture you always ingrate you hard work do, yeah. do as hard as you can push to the to the guest all the that's way true. to the to the yeah. bottom right yeah so i think that they it's all ingrained and that you come into that environment that you have to you don't have to do that you're yeah. still gonna progress and you will progress better if you don't do that actually if you just kind of relax and accept and just work you know
0: yeah and that's been something i think for me too is like just being able to relax And not try to match strength for strength, not try to match whatever they're doing intensity for intensity, but just trying to relax myself
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and adapt. Again, there's that word, adapt, adapt to the situation I'm in so that I can not just survive, but also, you know, escape, get Mm -hmm. out. Like,
1: yeah. So I think like with the higher belts, I've, I've noticed like your goal changes, like, as a white belt, I felt like I wanted to win the sparring match with mm-hmm. somebody, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: now with, like, uh, maybe not with everybody, but just it's, I am can talk about myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like with higher belt, being a higher belt, my mentality changed. And I'm not working for winning the match. I'm working for... I'm working on that technique today or mm-hmm. this week or this month i'm working mm-hmm. on escapes i'm mm-hmm. working on defense i'm working on um attacks right submissions something and certain like you focus on certain moves mm-hmm. and if you position your partner in those moves that you wanted to do mm-hmm. that's a goal already yeah and oh yeah i actually but did the triangle, or you know, or escaped, or mm-hmm. I did like defense the, one I, the way I wanted to do. And um, so you're working on a different goal, right? I feel like as a higher belt, you're working off polishing your technique and working on both defense and offense. Yes. Instead of win, I will win against you, you know. Yeah. I think that that goes away.
0: I 100 million percent agree. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I agree. And as a, our coach has told us that when I was a white right belt, they're like, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. you know, work on on your technique. Mm-hmm. It, and you're like, I think I am working on my technique, but actually that was not the goal. It was kind of something in the background, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and like with the higher belt, just kind of that background came forward. Mm-hmm. So now my goal is to technique,
0: yeah,
1: instead of winning. Winning yeah. is the secondary,
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so we all go through the same... We all we go do. through the same I mean, things. you know, jujitsu is very individualized, but also it's... There's kind of a reason that we have such a good community is because we all kind of go through some of the same things. Mm-hmm. And there is kind of that learning curve from white belt to, you know, to blue belt. And then even as you go on, there's mm-hmm. different learning curves. And, you know, like you said, you're refining your techniques and your goal changes. I love that you said that. That's very um, intuitive. That's very um, insightful. Is that and you're absolutely right. Your goal does change. You know, I I, I can't even I can't even remember the last time I would actually deliberately tried to to win, quote unquote, win a, a sparring
1: match. Mm. But for your white belt you were, I want oh to win. Oh my God, as a wife, like,
0: yeah, that's all I wanted to do. I wanted, that was a goal. I was like, I have to win. I have to win. I yeah. have to try to win. And now it's just like, you know, I'm I'm right. trying to, it's just practicing. And I'm trying to figure out where the holes in my game are. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I I tried this choke, but didn't work because of, you know, this and this. Like, I need to adjust that next time. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I'm going with a person who moves really well. I need to get better at movement. Maybe I need, like, better stamina, and mm-hmm. then I need to work on that. Yes. You know, or something, just stuff like that. Or, yeah. like, oh, this person, you know, this person is really good at getting out of guard, um, my closed guard. So maybe I really need to work on, you know, either attacking from closed guard, or maybe I just need to get better at working on my open guard, With mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Just It's just stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you as you go through, you start to realize, like you know winning a sparring match really isn't even the point Mm-mm. it you know it's it's the mental puzzle and mm-hmm. it's it's improving yourself yes and you know and also just kind of helping another person too like we help each other all the time mm-hmm. you know
1: that's how we learn yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how
0: we learn yeah, absolutely it's so um what have been some of, maybe... Because we talk about all the good things all the time. But, like, what are some of the struggles that you went through during your jiu journey so far?
1: Mm, you know, I don't think that I had too many struggles. I think it's struggle within me, not with mm-hmm. other people, to be consistent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so it's inner fight Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Again, okay. with, like... Obviously, there's always a little bit more... um, Difficult to going with the white belts or somebody who's not experienced because you're like, oh, I might get hurt or something like that, you know mm-hmm. um, Just in that regard, it's kind of like I don't want to get hurt, you know mm-hmm. um, And struggle, I mean does the initial step after that initial first step that you do I think the first jump That's the scariest. That's the most struggle like, if you, you did that the first step and then, like I said, everybody was so in, inviting and friendly and helpful, I didn't feel like I had too much, like too much of a struggle. Learning, obviously, techniques and, and but it's part of it, you know, it's a part of and terminology and lexicon, you're like, okay, we're going to start right now with the close guard. Uh, what is the close guard? What are we doing? You know, It's like the, like, you know, first month that you're like, oh, what are we doing? So kind of figuring stuff out because they're not giving you a book like this is what this means this is what this means you're just like okay this is terminology that they throw at you and you're like what are what do they mean by that (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure out yourself instead of you know having something written down for you already yeah you're just like you watching a lot of youtube videos as well because you're like i want to I would like to understand what they're talking about next time. Yeah. So you're trying to do research on your, on your own and watching YouTube videos. And this is mm-hmm. what is open guard. This is what Coast guard is. This is what the triangle choke is or other terminologies. So. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's still a learning process because I feel like I'm still in like the toddler infant stages even though I'm like a little bit higher belt but has I'm hopefully getting getting better and uh, getting more, but yeah, still learning, learning every day, new, yeah. new things, new techniques, new, new terminology and everything. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the beauty of, of this art in particular is that there's always something to learn. There's always new things you can adapt to, you know, you're always able to consistently strive for self-improvement. Mm-hmm. And also, that's another reason why in our art versus other arts that I'm aware of, this is why it takes so long to get a black belt. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned this in another conversation that I had. It, it's like an average is around 10 years. Yeah. That's years. A- 10 years on average yeah. for a person to receive a black belt. That's a lot. It's just, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm you know and so i think that people who are you know they start and i think if they have it in their head like oh i want to get my black belt um somebody another conversation i had somebody was talking to me about this and she asked why do you think people quit at like blue belt level or whatever and i think at the time cuz she just asked me that out of the blue and i wasn't like super duper prepared So I just kind of said something off of the fly. And I think what I had said was, um, is that I think a lot of times people quit because getting a black belt or getting to the next belt or whatever, it takes more time than they think it will. Mm -hmm. And so they, they get like impatient Mm -hmm. and they quit because they're just like, oh, well, it's going to take too long. Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing. So... Do you think
1: that that's because of that? Because of timing? They thought that it would be like in a couple of years I'll be a black belt?
0: Well, that's, that's, that was sort of my answer at the, in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, because she, I mean, I had written down some questions I wanted to ask her, but she just kind of came up with that question to me out of the blue, and I was just like, uh, but... You know, I do think that is a reason, but I don't think it's the only reason, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, obviously reflecting on it later after the conversation was over, I started thinking about all the different complex things I would say to that question, but I do think, like, I'm not going to discount the answer that I gave because I do think that that is a part of it. I think some people, because, okay, let me kind of back myself up a little bit. Other arts that I know of, mm-hmm. my understanding is, is that they have, or their, their advancement system is such that you can get a black belt in maybe three years, two to three years. But that's not a lot.
1: Like when you think of, uh, from educational standpoint, right? So it's like black belt, I consider it as like a, if, like a professor level, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you go to, like, through academia, right? Four mm-hmm. years of somebody like going and studying in the university, you get your bachelor's right? Mm-hmm. So in four years you being you cannot be a professor right? Mm-hmm. if you talking to academia yeah. university standpoint, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's kind of too fast. <laughs> I don't think that's like a you're really a true yeah. master of your art because
0: exactly. the black belt
1: is like the highest level of your mm-hmm. whatever martial art you're studying mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, I mean, and I agree with that, you know, but I think, again, like, I have to say, like, the other arts that I'm aware of, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's probably another art out there that I just don't know about mm-hmm. that has a similar, like, to jiu-jitsu where it takes a long time to get a black mm-hmm. belt, but I'm just, I can only speak to my own frame of reference that I have right now, and so the other arts that I know of, which I'm not going to be, like, <laughs> I don't want to be, like, you know, crapping on other arts or whatever, and that's not my intention here, but basically my understanding is that getting a black belt in other arts, mm-hmm. it only takes, like, three years yeah. or so, yeah. wow. somewhere between, like, three to five years, mm-hmm. so if you think about coming to jiu-jitsu, if, if other people, if people have that kind of expectation, they're just like, oh, blah, 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 art, you get a black belt in three years, you know, blah, 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 art over here, you get a black belt in five years, and they come to jiu-jitsu, and was like, it's doubled. Like mm-hmm. you need average of ten years to get a black yeah. belt. Um, honestly, I think some people they they honestly. I don't. I just think that maybe they just get impatient and they're just like, this is just taking too long, mm-hmm. and so they're just they just kind of quit. They're just like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm a blue belt. I know what I need to know anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you thought of quitting at any point? I did. I'm gonna admit, I did. Um, in the beginning, as a white belt, because again, it's that huge learning curve. I was still looking for that formula. A mm-hmm. plus b plus c is supposed to equal success. Mm-hmm. And I was very frustrated. and I was like, I'm doing all these things. I'm doing a, b, and c, but I, it's not equaling to what is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. like it's this the math ain't mathing, mm-hmm. you know, and so, I, I really did. Like I started to think like, maybe i just suck at this. Maybe this isn't for me, Mm -hmm. but I didn't quit because again, that like stubborn part of myself, that ego just like, was just like, are you going to quit? Let this thing beat you. You can't do that. (laughs) I get that from my dad. So thanks dad. (laughs) <laughs> um, thanks, Dad, for giving me your stubborn streak because that's the reason I didn't quit jujitsu. <laughs> Family, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that's thanks. awesome. Thanks yeah, to I my think. My yeah, thanks
1: to soul. your Dad. Yeah, kind yeah. of the same. Not the same, but uh, the white belt. I was, kind of, I was thinking, because the, first of all, there was I was the only girl that was going. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was at some point. It was just me all the time. Mm-hmm. So I am just like, oh my God, I keep getting tired of being always. And again, that winning. I want to win. I want to win. And it's always, I'm losing and losing. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, when I'm going to win, there's nobody to, <laughs> to fight. There's nobody, you know, kind of practice with. But then, you know, after having, we started having uh, more females coming in. I think I met you because I went to different classes. It's kind of set to the same classes, right? Yeah. And like the COVID lifted. So we had more uh, flexibility of changing mm-hmm. partners mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, no, I'm going to stay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I think also like COVID, I feel like in our lifetimes, we've never experienced anything like COVID before. Yeah. So it really changed a lot of things. And I think, it, you know, trying to come in and start a sport like this during COVID times You know, like, we had to do things a certain way that we had never had to do before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, now, obviously, we're three years in to COVID. I guess COVID is just a part of our lives now, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's not quite so brand new anymore, so we we know a lot more about it, and people are, like, starting to get immunities and whatever, but, And, and and so now things are different, but, you know, they're starting to be more more how they used to be mm-hmm. you know like and when we i have
1: started. treatments for covid now better yeah. treatments better knowledge and yeah vaccines if people want to do that so there's better um understanding of it and better yeah. treatments So people i think less afraid of it yeah still get some people that are still afraid but it's, yeah. it's everybody's personal experience mm-hmm. so um and i think that loosened up or opened up, not loosened up, but like opened up more people coming in too, mm-hmm. like, because we got, like, new, uh, like, ladies specially coming in, and they're like, oh, yeah, I have new, like, partners, so we can kind mm-hmm. uh, of uh, train the same, and then... And I, I really wanted everybody to whoever came after me like catch up faster. So I'm like, okay, yeah. let's do it. let's let's practice more. let's so we kind of had the conversations, you know, like a yeah. text messages, group text okay, yeah. I'm going to this class. come
0: come group with me. Chat. Are you coming? <laughs> yeah, and that's where the thing too, is like we as the ladies of the school, like we, I mean, everybody's encouraging to everybody, you know, because even in when we were doing like just those training groups mm-hmm. and stuff, I had a group chat with the people in my training group, mm-hmm. and we were all going back and forth like, "Hey guys, I'm going to blah 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 class. Are y'all yeah. coming? You guys should come." Like, mm-hmm. you know, we were all doing that too. But I think in particular, like the the women supporting the women, is very important. I think so too. It's
1: mainly mainly a uh, male dominated sport, mm-hmm. so it's already, it's intimidating. Cause, and it is. it's uh, sometimes people are front of front upon, uh, Oh, you're training with the guy. Mm-hmm. What? You know, and so it's such a close proximity and you're like, yeah, but that's a great training partner. But like, you know, exactly. But you don't understand. It's awesome. You know, but people have different opinions about it. You know, it's yeah. kind of strange sometimes.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause it's like a lot of times women will start jujitsu for the self defense aspect, mm-hmm. which, you know, and then, but then people want to be like, why are you getting so close to these guys? That's so weird. But it's like, if I'm out in the world living my life and I need to defend myself, who's more likely to attack me? Mm-hmm. I mean, statistically, we, come on, like we have to yeah. look at reality mm-hmm. yes. here. Statistically, who's more likely to attack me in the street, yes. a man or a woman, Man, obviously. is a man. Mm-hmm. And so if I train, like, like what did I say in the, my last conversation, you perform, how you train. Mm -hmm. So if I train with all these different types of men and I know kind of how to adapt to, you know, their strength and body weight, blah, 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 blah. And I, then if I'm out in the world and a man tries to Mm -hmm. grab me or whatever, I've trained for that. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, Yeah. yeah, done and done. It's just, you know, muscle memory takes over, my training takes over and then it's, there you go. Yeah. And you don't panic as much too. Cause it's, okay. I know what to deal with
1: this and just kind of all the chain of events, way better outcome for you. I think. Exactly. Yeah. We did the uh, girl, um, the self defense class, right? They just did it in our gym.
0: Yeah. Did we had go? Yeah. And I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In April we did, um, a series on Sundays mm-hmm. we did, um, the every Sunday in April minus Easter Sunday, of course, mm-hmm. we hosted a women's self defense seminar, like a seminar series, and I went. I went to those and I assisted the professors. Um, I was there as an assistant, and the energy was amazing. Just mm-hmm. seeing how many women came and how much fun they were having and wide range of ladies, the wide range of ages. We had everybody from like, um, a middle schooler all the way up until like a woman in her, um, like middle age range, Mm -hmm. body types, heights, weights, uh, you know, sizes, whatever, um, different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Everybody came in with a different reason for wanting to do it. And we all came together and everybody was there's so many smiles, everyone was having fun, there was (laughs) giggling, there was, you know, the coaches were helping everybody, like, and, and they were, people were getting it, like, Mm -hmm. they were really, you know, picking up fast, they were really Mm -hmm. picking it up, you know, because it's all very practical, it's very practical, like, Mm -hmm. real life stuff, like, you can use this, you could literally walk out our door and use this, and it was also really nice to see week after week, a majority of the classes were, like, the same ladies mm-hmm. coming back. I was so excited to see that. I was like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yes, ladies, come on. Yes. Did anybody transfer
1: to go for jiu or just for the class? Maybe somebody signed up.
0: Oh, you know what? I really hope they did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, at the time of recording this, I don't <laughs> – well, because, like, this is – okay, so we're recording this at the, at the end of May of 2023. Mm. This, this is – season two is not coming out until the fall. So, I mean, I might know by then, probably, but, You're right, the but the section. right now I don't know. I mean, listen, I probably will wait to edit this until a little bit later, but I can take out these weird sections. Yeah. <laughs> I can take Let's out do. these weird sections. But anyway, yeah, I uh, right now I don't know, but mm-hmm. I really, really hope that they did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they all seem to really enjoy it. Absolutely. That's so yeah. like so
1: strange. Like with ladies, like we're not usually like, oh do this. You should go like a guys usually, you know, usher to do so stuff. And for us, it's just like. But then you start doing. I have so many females that start like doing martial arts, even just from our gym and like some other friends too. Like they just kind of like, oh my god, I really like this. Yeah, it's very <laughs> fun. It's fun. Where have this been of my life? <laughs> Same with me. I'm just like, oh, this is fun. This is actually very beneficial. <laughs> it is, and it's fun, and there's a lot of great community,
0: great it everything. Yeah. yeah, and I know that like we have an amazing community, you know, and I know that at least for Gracie Baja, because that's what I have experience mm-hmm. in you know, each school fosters a great community, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we do try to network with the different schools in our area, you know, Mm -hmm. I know Professor Carlos and Professor Marcos and them, they all do a really good job of that, but I think also part of why I wanted to um, have this podcast is to expand the community Mm -hmm. and and bring everybody in together, Mm -hmm. maybe people who don't know of each other's existence, you know, we can come together as a big community. Yeah. Especially with like the, you know, the more exposure you have to different communities, the more you'll see. Like there's more ladies training, mm-hmm. like. Um, you know, there was.
1: I went to the Florida last year to Florida, and Koshnien uh, helped me to go because we can go to gyms, uh, Gracie Bar gyms, yeah, in different states. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, while you're on vacation, how about you go to train? You know, don't don't skip your training." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, that, I didn't know there was an option. But that was a great idea. So I brought my gi and my <laughs> packed and my suitcase. Um, so I had a couple of days off. And then, um, not that I was really booked. But yeah. you know how it is. Yeah. You have those days that you just don't want to do anything. Yeah. So um, I called them. And um, I signed up for the class. It was That was the first time that I saw a female. She was teaching a class. And she was a black belt. I'm like, what? Because unfortunately we don't have female black belts in our gym yet. Yet, exactly. <laughs> 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 but at uh, the last year, yes, last time when I went there, i was like, oh, there's a female a black know. belt. That's amazing, and she's teaching a class as part of like all that stuff. And she's like, not also. She's like a little bit older, like and maybe mid. Like, she's retired age, so like above like 60s, something yeah. like that. I'm like, wow, this is great. And she, her techniques were awesome. And again, I felt like I don't know anything because <laughs> she's just holding me and was trying to survive. And <laughs> I know. Not, not like in a mean way, but she's just like, yeah. you know, like the guard, not the guarding, but the stacking. Yeah. So in her like defense was so good. I'm like, I can't do anything. She's like defending
0: herself so good. <laughs> like, uh, yes. there's so much to learn. I know. And that's another thing too, is like being able to connect with lots of other different people yeah. and seeing how they do it. And like, and like, maybe they do something a slightly different way You're just like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. I should do that. <laughs> exactly. You know? And I think like something that can kind of happen when you are training with all the same people all the time is like, we all start to know each other really well. Mm-hmm. So like like you I predict know stuff. yeah if you can start to predict stuff mm-hmm. it's like I know what people's strengths and weaknesses are but then also they know what my strengths and weaknesses are and so you know obviously like we're we're working to play to our strengths but then we're also trying to capitalize mm-hmm. on our weaknesses and so it's just like we we tend to get more of like stalemates yeah kind of a thing and i mean i don't want to make it sound like it's really bad or whatever cuz i still have a lot of fun like you know everybody everybody's still helping each other out like oh hey when you were doing that like you could have put like the blah 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 pressure like right here and then like, we try stuff mm-hmm. out but it's just nice to be able to train with different people yes that you don't know that, you don't that know. you're like i don't know to surprise what you're gonna do <laughs> yeah and then you know and that's another thing too is like it it, it it kind of forces you to adapt to a different person like you don't know what they're gonna do mm-hmm. you don't know what their strengths and weaknesses are and I think that also helps prepare, like, if you want to compete, mm-hmm. I think that also helps prepare you for adapting to whatever the person's mm-hmm. going to do. Now, competition training is, like, a totally different thing. That's mm-hmm. a whole different topic. But I'm just saying, like, in general. Yeah, I know? agree. Mm-hmm.
1: I seem like um, I get into, like, a routine that I do kind of the same things. Okay, we're going to start this way. And we're going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I keep doing, and then first you don't notice that you keep doing the same things all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I'm kind of like, why am I doing the same thing? And even training with the same partner. So like, okay, I know you're going to do this, and I'm going to do this. So you kind of, it's not any more interesting, I guess. Mm -hmm. You get uh, get bored. So try to be mindful about it as Mm -hmm. well right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, maybe, you know, with practice and you kind of noticing more what you doing this is like oh this is my comfort zone and i'm comfortable of doing and i know that i can get results with this moves. Mm-hmm. um just trying to step out a little bit of your comfort zone and trying different moves mm-hmm. um different approach of their what they're doing instead of doing this giving the same response yeah they're giving different response to the their um their moves i think that's helps too even though training with the same partners but like Everybody yeah. needs to uh, be aware of that because you, yeah. you tend to repeat yourself constantly. That is so true.
0: Mm-hmm. That is so true.
1: Because, like you said, you had those when you were about the white belt, there you had those like handful of certain moves that you're doing constantly, mm-hmm. even though you had what we have uh, our 16 weeks, right, of mm-hmm. our training. So, you have 16 weeks of other moves, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you're not doing and you're not practicing and you're forgetting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, stepping out a little bit of that your routine and mm-hmm. like or maybe like your, your safety bubble yeah like, i
0: know how to do this yes oh <laughs> my gosh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah trying trying new things um i think if that's also helpful and when you train with different partners mm-hmm. over different gyms i think that helps you to step out of that Bubble, cause yeah. you don't know what they gonna do, or they exactly. do different, or they respond to your rep, your routine. Mm-hmm. Routine mm-hmm. move, they respond in a different way that you expected. You're know, like, what did you do? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> How did you yes. pass my guard? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or you had to get away from this. Where, where I'm not playing Obviously, I'm not applying the right pressure or the pressure on the right areas that you know how to escape. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But then it's like the mental puzzle. It's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. okay.
1: It startles you like, that.
0: Yeah. But then it's more like now, like my brain thinks about it differently because like in the beginning I would, you know, I was, very Like, mom, I've had my formula's not working, but now there, is no, <laughs> there is no formula. But that's how I was thinking about it because that's how I came into it, you know. Because my whole life mm-hmm. was like A plus B plus C equals success, mm-hmm. you know, and it had worked up to that point. <laughs> and so, you know, but then, like, now over time, I'm just like, oh, that didn't work, hmm, I wonder why what do I need to do next time? Maybe I can try this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, I can tell my partner I'm like, Oh, how come that didn't work?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then a lot of times, like, if, you know, if they have experience too, like they'll tell you, like, Oh, well your pressure wasn't in the right place. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't have blah, blah, blah grip. Or, Oh, I would, you, the angle wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, ah, okay, I'll try that again. I'll try that differently next time. Mm-hmm. You know? And then it's more the puzzle because mm-hmm. then I can take that information and just be like, okay, so last time I tried a thing and it didn't work is because I didn't have, you know, pressure, grip, angle, whatever. Yeah. I need to make sure I have pressure, grip, angle or mm-hmm. whatever to, you know, to try to make sure that what I'm trying is more successful. Yeah. And then maybe I get like one more step further than what I got last mm-hmm. time and then they escape or whatever, yeah. you know, but it's like in my mind, like, okay, I'm just like, okay that's i'm on the right track mm-hmm. i need to make sure i have this pressure i need to make sure i have this angle i need to make sure i have this grip i need to you know whatever whatever and then i'm starting to kind of build the the whole picture in my head mm-hmm. versus like a plus b plus c is equal <laughs> success and it's not man.
1: yeah sometimes it's mc square right <laughs>
0: like the only formula is like you just have to come it's it's time consistency sweat equity yeah. you know but then there's also what professor carlos says with like the four pillars of jiu-jitsu to like be you know to excel you know and then you can kind of break it down that way too but really in general like your success is going to come with time, consistency, and your sweat equity. Yes, but what is success
1: for ev- for for you for example? What what do you consider as a success?
0: Ah, that's a good question cuz success it looks different to me now than it used to. Exactly. So I'm going to answer this question, but then I'm going to ask you the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously in the beginning as a white belt, success was like getting the next stripe. You know, it was getting the next promotion. It was, you know, um, controlling a person as long as I could. You know, it was, hold- it was all that kind of beginner mentality stuff. Now, success looks like um, adapting to another person. It looks like being able to see more of the bigger picture and not have blinders on. Mm-hmm. It looks like being able to control my, my reactions to things and not match strength for strength or intensity Mm -hmm. for intensity. It looks like being able to go multiple rounds in a row without gassing myself out. You know, um, it looks, it just, it looks different. Mm -hmm. It just looks different now. Yeah. Um, and you know, just kind of trying to learn from things that maybe didn't work out so well, like, you know, being a little bit better than I was last time what does success look like for you
1: kind of similar as you like right now it changed definitely for me it's like training with the partners that exchanging your techniques and learning from each other Mm -hmm. that's a a success for me for like uh, it's kind of going with the gold as a class because of that you know um just kind of listening to each other's like energies and again adapting to other person the same the same things, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: So Gora, what would you say to somebody who might be listening to our conversation and thinking like, okay, maybe I should try jiu jitsu, but maybe they're still just a little bit scared to start. What would you say to them?
1: I would say find a friend if you're afraid to go by yourself and just go with a friend. Go to the first class it usually it's complimentary you don't have to pay for anything you just um, I don't know how they do it in other gyms but for us yeah. it's just observation mm-hmm. um, just being comfortable talking to coaches um, and they will help educate you and maybe something that somebody's looking for just yeah. make that first step if you're free to do it by yourself do it with a friend and maybe, and maybe, you know, the more the merrier and yeah. sometimes having a friend that starts with you mm-hmm. and starts at the same level so you can train with each other. That's yeah. also fantastic. Yeah. So just make that first step.
0: Yeah.
1: Because waiting, you know, you cannot wait till the train will go away, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, train will leave the station and exactly. you want to leave with the train. So exactly. don't
0: wait till Perfect. I couldn't have said it better. All right. That was so much fun. I hope you could tell that Goda and I had an amazing time talking to each other. And I just really hope that 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 came through. And I'm super excited to be sharing these different stories with all of you. Hearing everyone's stories is one of my favorite parts of even doing this podcast in the first place. And I can't wait to share more with you I have a few other interviews that I've already done that are going to be coming out in the next couple of months and so I'm you know I'm excited for that so just be looking forward to that as well before we leave I need to remind you of a few things number one is to please rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast app Um, I have been trying really hard to put the podcast everywhere I can think of. So wherever you are, you should be able to listen to it. The most popular or most well-known ones, I think, are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. There's also Google Podcasts too. But recently when I was checking, I was trying to check, okay, really quickly a story. So I was trying to check recently the analytics from Google Podcasts. And Google Podcast Manager was, like, basically saying that they're going to do away with Google Podcast, like, Manager altogether in 2024. And I was like, what? So then there's going to be some sort of migration period where everything gets moved over to YouTube. So I was like, what in the world? So I have a profile on YouTube and, like, YouTube Music. And I've been trying to figure out how to do that. So, if you stumble upon the podcast episodes on YouTube music, I am there as well. Um I'm also on Castbox and like Podcatcher and like all the other places. I was gonna say Stitcher too, but Stitcher actually um, discontinued their services. like they they kind of just stopped existing, I think. So it's not Stitcher anymore. Um, But I am on Pandora, um, Sirius XM radio type of thing. So I literally literally just tried to put it everywhere I could think of. So wherever you listen to other podcasts, you can find me there as well. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, well, tied to the first thing, please rate and review. Whichever podcast app you're listening on, please rate and review my podcast And, you know, interact with me. I'm, oh, that's the third thing is like I'm on socials. I'm on mostly Instagram. I'm on, I have a Facebook page, but I kind of just cross post from Instagram onto the Facebook page. So the page is just a page, but Instagram is like a profile. I've got the jujitsu profile with me as an athlete, so Jujuteta. And then I've got the podcast profile, so Jujuteta's podcast. If you actually want to like interact with me, Instagram is the place to do it. So, I'm on there, I interact with people, I post, I put stories on, I you know, people have messaged me, and, like, I message them back, you know, we have, like, really good conversations and stuff, so Instagram is the place to be, to interact with me. Um, I have an email address that, like, is there. If you feel like you need to email me for whatever reason, because you don't use social media, but you want to, like, tell me something, then email me, G-G-Tedda's podcast at gmail.com. You can do that. Um, but the basics, yeah, the, the biggest thing to help me out for spreading the word and getting the podcast picked up by the, the, the mysterious algorithms is um, rate and review and like share and also just like listen to the various episodes. You know, if, if there's an episode title, maybe that you're just like, well, that sounds boring. Let me know that that title sounds boring and I can change it. <laughs> Let me know it sounds boring and I can change it to something that maybe is a little more interesting. You know, just things like that. Or if you liked something, then tell me that you liked it so I can make sure to keep including the things that people like. So, perfect. And then the last thing I need to say before we end is that if you want more content than what I'm putting out on the main feed, I do have a Patreon. And I do post bonus content there. I post early ad-free episodes there. Um, I also have various, I've figured out how to do collections. And so I have different series that I'm doing there. There's the raw and unedited series. There's the mental health um, topics. There's, oh, I hope no kids are listening right now because I'm about to say a bad word. I don't know if, should I have to put the explicit rating on for saying one bad word? anyway I have a collection on there called Jits Tits which is for okay the bad word is over so that's for awkward stuff that happens when I have like little short stories or sometimes even long stories that um it's just about like just when awkward things happen and then I have another collection that is about um kind of like my my life once upon a time working in hospitality and I have some stories to share there. So that's the Spilling the Tea series. So I've got some like little mini, mini series going on over there. <laughs> and also, of course, the regular full length episodes that you'd find on your main feed. But they show up early and they're ad free. Um, I mean, right now everything is ad free, but I'm really hoping to like change that in the future. So if and when that ever happens, then the Patreon will continue to remain ad free. So there's that. If you guys have any questions, reach out to me. I've already told you where you can find me. And I just really hope to hear from you guys. And I hope that you are enjoying season two with all of these ladies sharing their stories. And I will see you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect with me while you wait for the next podcast episode, find me on Instagram at Jujitetaspodcast Podcast and at Jujitera. I'm also on Facebook at Jujiteta's Podcast. You could also email me at Jujiteta's at gmail.com. If you would like to support me in this podcast, you can visit me on Patreon at Jujiteta's Podcast, where you get early ad-free access to all episodes plus some bonus content. You could also find me on buymeacoffee.com at Jujiteras Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate and review. See you next time.